Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. Thank you so much for joining Michigan Minds. We're very excited to talk with you today. Can you please introduce yourself and share a little bit about your role at the University of Michigan? Sure. My name is Nancy Fleischer, and I'm an associate professor of epidemiology at the School of Public Health at the University of Michigan. And in what areas does your research focus? So my research focuses on how policies and social structures affect health and health equity. Before the pandemic, most of my work focused on how tobacco control policies in the United States affect smoking and health equity. You recently conducted a study on COVID-19 recovery. Can you share a bit about that study and the process for it? Sure. Since April of 2020, my research group has been conducting the Michigan COVID-19 Recovery Surveillance Study, or MECRES as we like to call it. Our study is a partnership between the University of Michigan School of Public Health and the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. And our goals are to conduct public health surveillance to learn about Michiganders' experiences with COVID-19 illness and recovery, and also to document sociodemographic inequities in COVID-19 treatment and recovery. And what were the findings of that study? So far, we have published two reports, which can be found on our website, and we have one manuscript on long COVID that has been published as a preprint. So I'll tell you a little bit about each of those things. Uh, from our first report, we learned that many Michiganders continue to experience COVID-19 symptoms long after their initial illness. We also learned how devastating the combination of the pandemic and COVID-19 illness has been in terms of stress, mental health, and economic stability. In our second report, we focused on disparities and experiences with COVID-19 between Black and white Michiganders. We know that racial, ethnic health inequities in the United States have persisted long before the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, but these inequities have become more evident as we learn more about how the disease disproportionately affects minoritized groups. In our study, we found that Black COVID-19 survivors had more severe disease than their white counterparts. So for example, about 45% of our Black respondents required an overnight hospital stay, whereas only 28% of our white respondents did. Our Black respondents also reported having worse experiences with the healthcare system than their white respondents uh, when they were attempting to access COVID-19 care. About 11% of our Black respondents reported that their COVID-19 testing or treatment made them feel emotionally upset due to how they were treated based on their race. And this was only true of about 2% of our white respondents. Also, our Black respondents reported more social stressors uh, since the start of the pandemic. So for example, about one in four of our Black respondents reported being unable to pay important bills like their mortgage, their rent, or utilities, compared to about one in 10 white respondents. We're also learning that our Black respondents were felt more stigma around disclosing their COVID-19 status. So almost uh, one in four Black respondents were afraid to disclose their COVID-19 status to their friends or family compared to about one in 10 white respondents. And the last um, finding that I'll tell you about um, is in our paper on long COVID. And we found that many people experience symptoms long after their initial illness. So we found that 35% of our respondents continued to suffer symptoms 60 days after, their, after first getting sick. 
And although being hospitalized was associated with having symptoms longer term, more than one in four of our participants who were not hospitalized still had symptoms 60 days later. Uh, the most common symptoms people continue to experience after their initial illness are fatigue, shortness of breath, and an altered sense of taste and smell. So what do these findings mean for the state of Michigan? From our study, we're finding three important things that will affect the health of Michiganders for many years. First, the inequities we see in our data are a reflection of the long-standing inequities in health in our state and country, and they need to be a priority. Second, the stress and mental health burden from the pandemic has been really devastating, and this also needs to be addressed. Finally, because so many people are suffering from long COVID, our public health and medical communities will need to find a way to support and treat people who continue to experience symptoms months after their initial illness. You've conducted this work in collaboration with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. How important has that collaboration been to this work? That collaboration has been critical. So we started this work to support the public health response to the pandemic led by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. And we could not do this work without their collaboration. We want our findings to be useful to improve health and health equity for Michiganders. And by working closely with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, we were able to have a direct dialogue and provide evidence to, to them that can help them allocate resources to the people who need it most. And what led you to start this work and conduct this study? So when the pandemic reached Michigan uh, in March of 2020, many of my colleagues in my department who study infectious diseases had already been working on the pandemic response for a couple of months. Um, at the time, I was looking for opportunities to use my epidemiologic skills to support the pandemic response. So we know that public health has been chronically underfunded, um, and I knew that the response would need all of the help it could get. When the chair of my department, Dr. Joe Eisenberg, um, had been in touch with the state epidemiologist, Dr. Sarah Lyon Callow, about how we could help, uh, she mentioned that a study about COVID-19 recovery would be useful for the state response, but that they didn't have the capacity to run a study. Uh, so that's how NECREST started. Um, my team has worked very hard over the past year to conduct a rigorous study that can provide valuable information to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and to the public health community more broadly. Why is this information important to share and who needs to hear it? It's been important to document how Michiganders are experiencing COVID-19 illness and recovery. We hope that by highlighting the inequities in COVID-19 recovery, in addition to what we already know about inequities and in mortality, that we're providing evidence to address inequities at their root cause. Some of our findings about inequities in care due to race are critical for reforming interactions in the healthcare system. Uh, but we also know that to eliminate social inequities in health, we have to eliminate structural inequities in education and housing, criminal justice and employment in society at large. The other piece I hope everyone hears is that long COVID is real and can cause lasting health problems even for people who were healthy before COVID-19. All of the public health mitigation measures of masking and social distancing and receiving vaccines are preventing not just hospitalizations and death, but also chronic illness from long COVID. What are the next steps for the COVID-19 recovery surveillance study? 
we're currently interviewing people who were di diagnosed with COVID-19 in the fall of 2020, and we will continue to interview people who have been diagnosed across time during the pandemic. We're also working on a report to understand how people from different industries and occupations have been affected by COVID-19. And we hope to ha have more funding so that we can continue the project and recontact some of the participants we spoke with almost a year ago now to see how they're doing. Is there anything else that you would like to add or share? I want to thank all of our study participants for sharing their experiences and their stories with us. Uh, many of them have suffered greatly from their illness and from the pandemic, and we're really grateful that they're willing to share their experiences with us. Um, I also want to acknowledge how hard public health professionals have been working for more than a year now, first learning about the virus and how to keep it from devastating the population and now working on vaccine distribution and their efforts have been tremendous. Thank you so much, Dr. Fleischer, for joining Michigan Minds and sharing this important information with me and our audience. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.